Bathroom Palava, a story by Lisa Okonye. I've been locked in my room all day, crying buckets of tears, all because of Edna. I called in sick at work and turned off my phone. It happened suddenly, and now I'll never be able to show my face outside without my neighbors mocking me. Earlier this morning, I trudged clumsily down the cemented corridor, the remnants of sleep befuddling my senses. The bucket swung back and forth in my right hand, water sloshing over the edges. My lips parted as a long yawn flew out. I could feel my lips touching my eyes. It was 30 minutes to lights out and I needed to get dressed before Nepa takes away this treasured gift. At 5.30 in the morning, our face me I face you house which comprised of 16 rooms was quiet. The only sound one could hear was the cooing chickens from somewhere in the compound and the slapping of my slippers against the floor. I had to wake up extra early to beat the bathroom traffic. Our compound housed children and working class youths who all left their various rooms at roughly the same time in the morning. Though there are four bathroom stalls in the compound, I stick to the one farthest from the entrance door simply because people generally opt for the quickest stall instead of walking another five meters to get to the fourth one. I hurry towards it now, fighting back the slackening grip of sleep. I reached for the doorknob and turned, but it didn't give way. Ah ah, I mumbled, my ears not quite catching the sound of water hitting the ground, thanks to sleep. I wiggled the knob again furiously, but it stayed locked. Nobody uses this bathroom, except on rare occasions when the others were occupied, and right now they were all empty. I banged on the door angrily, time was against me. Now who did this bathroom? It's Edna, give me five minutes. Swallowed a scream of devastation. Five minutes? That means I had to wait for 15 more minutes. Edna was the most annoying bathroom hugger, and everyone in the compound knew that and hurried to bathe before her or risk going late. The toothpick-looking girl spent a minimum of 20 minutes bathing. What is she washing? I don't know. It isn't like she's fat or has extra arms. No, she's lanky, dark-skinned, medium height, the perfect replica of the term petite, with two hands, two legs, and one head. I couldn't afford to be late, and the other bathrooms made my skin crawl. Please, can you hurry up? I'm going to be late. I pleaded after the steady rain of water stopped. Ha, Nibo, use any of the other bathrooms now. Three free ones, did they? Edna huffed in indignation. I clamped down the urge to rain abuse on her. Edna, why do they use a free bathroom? Why do you always choose to use the only one where everybody knows how to use? Answer me. She was giggling. Look. <clears throat> Nobody carry bathroom come this yard. I only use Sabi Besati here. I beg, no, they interrupt me. Edna had a snarky smile on her face as she asked, or else what? The nerve of her. I hated how confident she was. So I poked her bare shoulder with force and Edna staggered, her lips agap. What? You pushed me? Edna bellowed as the crack of opening doors filtered into my ears and murmurings hummed in the air. I should end this now, I thought to myself. I hissed long and loud and turned on my heels, but at the same time, Edna grabbed a handful of my towel in her fist unknown to me. I should have thought my exit through, but I didn't. And what should have been a hasty but triumphant retreat became a disaster. My towel came loose under the pressure of Edna's hand, and as I tried to hurry away from her, so as not to create a scene, the cold morning air licked every inch of my body, and I chanced to glance down to myself naked as the day I was born. I glanced behind me, my towel was in Edna's hand, and her face mirrored her shock. Chuckling and loud bouts of laughter filled my ears as quickly as the tears gathered underneath my eyelids and I ran away from the scene. Buckets and toiletries forgotten. Some confrontations should be avoided. Taco, taco. Taco, taco.